let's take a step outside the 20th century for a change. In 1690, Jan Steen, one of the leading Dutch painters of the era, created a work called The Oyster Eater. It features at its centre a woman salting an oyster at a table, her eyes locked upon us. We are her date. She has a mischievous, flirtatious expression on her face, as she might, oysters being an aphrodisiac, the food of love. Fast forward some 200 years later, and in 1882, the Belgian painter James Ensor gives us another painting entitled The Oyster Eater. Once again, we see a woman at a well-appointed table. There's linens, glassware, dishes, and importantly the oysters. But she dines alone, her focus on the dish. And for this reason, the painting was barred from an exhibition at the Antwerp Salon that year. Barred because the sight of a single lady enjoying some oysters by herself was simply too salacious for the time. Ensel turned his back on the salons, and with some like-minded individuals, created a new artist collective in Belgium. They called themselves the Twenty, often referred to in print as Les XX. You're listening to Kunst Please, a podcast about modern art. And this is a story about a band of Belgians. The 20 were actually just the 11 when they started in 1883, but the founding members sent out invites to nine more artists, marking the official beginning of the group. They would exhibit annually for a decade or so, and in that time adding a further 12 members to the cadre, making it 32 in total, although some people did drop off along the way. Still, way more than the Antwerp 6 though. Take that fashion. The 20 wanted to show progressive art, works that railed against the conservative views of the official salons of the time. They would also reach outside of Belgium for inspiration, inviting international artists to exhibit at their events, expanding the scope of innovation. There was no unifying concept or manifesto for creativity. The members of the 20 had individual approaches to their art, and collective output was wide and varied. But the one thing they all believed in was the importance of the convergence of visual art music, design, and literature. Exhibitions were more like festivals, or even proto-happenings. It would involve literary readings and discussions, presentations and live musical performances from contemporary luminaries such as Claude Debussy, and he wasn't the only big name that was attracted to the annual events. Over the years, they had Rodin, Whistler, Renoir, Monet, Toulouse-Lautrec, Cezanne, Gauguin, and Van Gogh. Quite the lineup. The founders of the Twenty also spearheaded a publication called L'Art Moderne, which along with being used to promote the ideals of the group, was also home to some interesting criticism from the time, and was even where the term Art Nouveau first appeared, the name given to the flowing, decorative, patterned style that served to flatten the distinction between the divine and the everyday. It's something you see particularly in the advertisements of the time, posters for banal household products such as salad oil or eggs, featuring female figures with flowing hair and elaborate costumes, dynamic poses, stylized forms, and asymmetrical design. Of all the members of the Twenty, it's one of the founders, James Ensor, 
who has one of the most individual, interesting and influential styles. Masks, puppets and skeletons play a large role in many of his pieces, most likely stemming from his parents, who owned a costume shop that kitted out patrons of a local carnival every year. His 1888 piece, Christ's Entry into Brussels, is probably the best example of this. The figure of Christ is barely visible, surrounded by a throng of Mardi Gras attendees, packed in and marching together. It's bright, bold and expressive, but baked into it a slightly disconcerting mood. You can feel the crush of the crowd. Here's a corker of a tidbit. In John Carpenter's seminal horror classic Halloween, there's a self-portrait of James Ensor in the bedroom of Jamie Lee Curtis's character, the victim of perhaps one of the most famous masked assailants in history, the murderous Michael Myers. Now interestingly, the whole thing that kicked off the 20 was a spat about the lewd image of a woman eating oysters alone. You'd think that might importune the group to have a more progressive stance on the female identity and inclusivity. Well, you'd be wrong. In 10 years, with 32 members in total, the group only had one female artist represent them. Her name was Anne Bock. She adopted an impressionist style with her work, was an avid collector of the movement. Here's another fun fact for you. Vincent van Gogh is said to have only sold one painting whilst he was still alive. It's called The Red Vineyard. And recognising his great talent, Anne Bock was the one who bought it. And there it is, Les XX the Belgian supergroup. Kunst Please was created and produced by Jonathan Heath. That's me. Be sure to follow the gallery space on Instagram at Kunst Please for the complete picture and check out the show notes for assorted bits and ephemera from this episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the experience, share it with a friend and start a conversation about art. <laughs>